0: yo what is up everybody this is the six degrees of esports my name's casey
1: hey guys my name's rob welcome to uh welcome to the show this is the start this is where it all begins uh what's today yeah may 26 2021 how you doing today casey
0: yeah i'm doing great rob just first episode super excited about being able to talk about esports the competitive side of esports but then other things around that also so i'm uh really looking forward to uh just diving right in and and getting after it
1: yeah i mean six degrees of esports is what's going to be all about uh we're going to talk about esports we're going to talk about things that touch esports and and just the world as it all connects you know so um thanks for being here uh let's kick it off straight away um i want to talk about one of the things that popped up this past week and that was a big change to one of the major titles out there, Overwatch, Overwatch and Overwatch 2 in general. Uh, Overwatch in general and Overwatch 2 as they're prepping for, for next year. Um, they made a major announcement, Casey. They said, you know what we're gonna do with our competitive scene or the game in general is we're gonna take it to a 5v5 instead of a 6v6 format. Yeah,
0: that's so, right, Rob. There's uh, Initial thoughts. Yeah. Pretty big change with going from that 6v6 format that it's been for, uh, it's five years now. I saw on Twitter the other day, Overwatch is five years old, I can't believe it. Uh, but uh, it's such an incredible game, it, uh, the community has dwindled down a little bit because of that 6v6 format. So being able to change it up like this, make it into a 5v5, uh, definitely co- you have to come in with a different mindset. It's almost like playing a brand new game now and being able to uh, have those different comps Uh, i think what i was seeing a lot of online and through different articles that i was reading uh, they're really trying to do away with that tank meta and they're Mm -hmm. trying to just have the standard like two dps two supports and one tank out there which i mean for me i was a tank main when i used to play Overwatch. I'm not sure about you, but I loved playing Reinhardt, Zarya, Orisa. Uh, Just basically getting into that front line, having that shield, and just eating up damage, allowing my teammates to do work around me. But now it's like you don't have somebody to protect your back because you're the only one protecting everybody else's back now. So I don't know how I feel about it too much.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, Overwatch itself... Start off real hot out the gate is a time when BRs were growing in popularity, right? It's, it's like, you know, PUBG, and then they just threw in this new arena mode. It was super sleek. The gun skills looked great. Um, the, the animations and, and the graphics were pretty. Uh, had great FPS. And a lot, of, let's just take it back a little bit, like streamers were playing it, right? Content careers were, were making content about it. Um, it was not a franchise mode yet. Or franchise league yet so there's tons of different organizations being in the game uh they had a challenger circuit you know there's a lot of hype around the future of the game and so one of their first changes because originally remember you could play mirror compositions you could play multiples of characters like it was pretty funky when the game first came out like you could do you could do a lot um it kind of gave creativity to teams to do what they want but um as the game moved forward there were constraints uh first it was um well what was the first thing they did they brought in um where you you couldn't have multiples yeah and then from multiples it, it became okay well now we're gonna lock you know two 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 so you have two support two dps two tank and then i think that's where the meta became more and more stale because you got into as you mentioned the goats meta all tanks and all supports uh that's where things really seem to hit a gridlock. um yeah tell me about like that time of the game like did you play during during that time
0: yeah i mean i played during i i think the the reference that that you made where you could have multiples I missed that portion. I joined in like just after it, because I think that was that was still in alpha when that was happening. Uh, I was able to have the pleasure of playing this game when it was in beta. And it was just so fun just being able to, to go out and, like, I don't know. It was a different game besides the Battle Royale. Because I remember at the time, it was H1Z1 was still the popular Battle Royale The Fortnite hadn't even hit the scene yet. Uh, so being able to just have this different style of game uh, was really exciting, uh, but once it, it kind of kept going two years in, you add a few different characters, and it obviously the meta's going to change whenever you add a new character in, because, uh, I mean, with every game, everybody knows that once you add a new character, that new character is broken. Uh, just think, think about league of legends they add new characters in every like couple of months and that new character is always just busted for like at least a month and a half and it gets attention right yeah yeah because people
1: That's one of the like, points they do it yeah i feel like is uh we gotta gain some some social media you know we gotta get trending yeah exactly but
0: overwatch was no exception to that rule uh i, I remember them adding in uh just a different support character and i'm i'm sorry i'm blanking on the name right now but she was just completely busted she was the epitome of goats
1: oh no that was that was much farther back wasn't it or was it brigitte
0: no no it was brigitte yeah like she she started goats and it it was just Yeah. yeah like the extra shield and then healing and then basically she was a dps support and tank all in one character uh, just because of the the damage that she was able to output with her stun whip uh, and then yeah it's it just wasn't it wasn't fair Um, but for what overwatch was able to bring to the table uh, it it still was something that like you could you could deal with you know Uh, but after years of basically doing that over and over again this is definitely time for a change, and I think it's a it's a good change.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's necessary, and they really need to do something that was um, shocking to the system, right? They got to do something that really will shake up their game, but also bring like bring that curiosity to the player base that was there before, and people that haven't played the game. Like, yeah, you know, how how different is this going to feel? How freeing is it going to feel? like, in my mind, I see um you know a lot of dps players stepping up playing something that yeah dives the black line a lot of genji a lot of you know a lot of free feeling like um free form kind of attacks because you're only gonna have one tank to protect you and is, are you gonna choose the shield or are you gonna choose um like a you know diva you're gonna have the matrix blocking projectiles like how is that gonna affect the compositions now they've talked about kind of boosting each tank um you know giving tanks a little more health divas you know matrix giving it more juice um not just like more missiles so she can kill everyone but um you know having a double fire strike to to reinhardt like do you see that being enough um as far as like tanks or are is everything else going to be running around them the whole time as they're just kind of 360 head on a a swivel like trying to protect everything
0: yeah it'll definitely on certain situations be uh be better like the double bubbles for zarya like one bubble i believe it only got you up to i think it was 40 percent charge uh so at most if you're able to get max charge between your Allied bubble and your self bubble, you would only get to eighty percent charge. So if they keep that number, and you're still able to get like now eighty percent charge just from your allies, and then you get that hundred percent charge from getting attacked by yourself, like she's gonna be very strong in the beginning. And I don't exactly remember the numbers on the fire strikes, but I believe it was like. It was like 30 damage or something, which is pretty significant when you're a uh, little squishy and you only have about 200 health. And if you get hit by two of those, that's like that's half your health almost. So I think some of these changes will be for the good, uh, but it, it's definitely like they're, they're leaning towards more of uh, a DPS, like fast-paced game. Uh, mm-hmm. Which I, I was reading in that article that they're trying to go five v five to make it easier for the viewership, but if you're making these other changes, where where now, yes, there's one less player on the map, or I should say two less players on the map, but you're you're having them die quicker because you're just adding in more DPS capability does it really make it easier for the viewership because like i, I just turned my head for a second and then half their their team's gone who are they gonna follow yeah like, exactly so it's like a
1: fight instead of setting up on the top of uh you know a choke point and and having two shields and they're all just kind of throwing things at each other so i feel like everyone's gonna be diving down everyone's throat i mean
0: yeah so i i I'd, I think there's there's definitely positives to take out of it. I always try to look at at the positive side of things, uh, but I I want to see it in action as well. Like I'm 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 hoping that because some of the maps in Overwatch were were massive, uh, especially mm-hmm. like the payload maps. They're huge, and like uh, it was fine six v six because you had so much room to spread out. But now you take a character away then are you going to keep those same maps and are they going to try to shrink them down a little
1: bit as well All right, well uh, you might have to redesign the point of interest yeah uh, there might have to be more of like a point of interest and then like kind of like a corridor or like a, a way to flow the next point of interest it might be it might be too too big as you kind of mentioned like i mean that could that could definitely be a thing All
0: right, what, what other what other games do you think could could use like a a fresh set of paint basically almost because i don't think we're going to be reinventing the wheel here with overwatch but it's definitely a different coat do you have any other games that you think could use
1: that same concept Hmm. i mean games where i want to see new developments and new Kind of like new mid-game modes, maybe. I mean, franchises like probably like Halo. I could see Halo coming a different direction with a new new game mode. Um, I'm just thinking of arena state, uh, arena style, you know, shooters. Because um, the BRs themselves are in a different category. I feel like yeah. they can always be improving, and they're always changing their maps, and they're huge all over the place. Um, Yeah, I'd like to see Halo make some sort of significant changes, and when they come through with Infinite this year, like I'm, I'm more than ready for them to drop a BR on everyone, but then also have an incredible arena shooter. But you know, that always has a huge hype to it in the beginning, and it kind of kind of dies down. Yeah, Um, similar to Call of Duty over every year. I mean, it has an initial burst. It has this like speedrun aspect to it, and then it kind of fizzles out um it's been doing better in the last couple years with their release of a battle royale so um i'm kind of hoping games that have arena style games will drop a br in there for everyone else you know because it 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 brings in both audiences there's there's two major audiences in that competitive scene and uh they go there's like there's a traditionally like arena style that was Mm -hmm. one way and then once br came in people were like oh i like that style better i'm gonna I think I'll just stick with that. And if a game comes out with VR, I'll try it. So I think you got to capture both audiences at this point um, in development.
0: Yeah. I, I totally agree there. Like mentioning Halo, I, I said this to a friend a few years ago when it was rumored that they were going to be releasing it at the end of the year. It was like 2018 or something like that. And they were going to re- release the new Halo at the end of the year. And then they kept pushing it back, kept pushing it back. But I said to him at the end of the year, I would rather wait and make sure they have a game that is just so f- flipping good. Like, it is, yeah. it is the next game for the next five to ten years, whatever it is. Uh, but I don't want them to give me something too early and have it be terrible. Because I remember growing up playing Halo 2, Halo 3, ODS, like, all really good games. And then... Very good games.
1: Very good stories.
0: Yeah. And then, right shortly after that, it just started to suck because they wanted to release a game basically every year. And
1: it, yeah, there's it, a lot of constraints that hold you hold back development when you're releasing a game every year, even yeah. if you're flipping studio to studio, like um, like you know, Call of Activision, Duty, Division, Treyarch try to do. Yeah, um, lots of there's lots of bugs, there's lots of inconsistencies with gameplay. It, um, it can be a real hassle for their communities too for their competitive players they have to switch from like i i love that mechanics develop and they they throw in new stuff but sometimes it's so different the movement's so different that you're really getting inconsistency in yeah. professionals too because they know they grind one way for one year and then everything changes like everything changes maps change mechanics change it's it's a little too much sometimes. Um, and that's why I always kind of liked about Halo is they slowly developed, um, mechanics game to game. Like they maybe add in a few things. Like I know a lot of people didn't like it when it finally came to it, but like Halo five had, um, thruster packs and they had grabbing ledges to boost up on the stuff. And it had, um, I, can't, I forgot what it was called, but like the power punch where you're, hovering yeah. in air, you come down, knock someone out. I loved all those changes. I think they added an extra layer to what Halo was. I know a lot of people didn't like it, um, but I think it's necessary to make those changes and develop the, the game itself and, and have it become you know more layered and layered as, as the game progresses, just to make it a higher skill ceiling, but also like to kind of increase the, the, the skill that it takes to play the game too.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, i think that's a that's a really good point that you you bring up there though like for some uh content creators like if you have a game that doesn't have that high skill ceiling and it's just like a, it's a it's a whatever kind of game like they, they didn't really need to put that much effort into it uh or somebody that's not really that skilled at the game can also be good at the game just because it's it's easy like it makes those content creators not want to play your game and they'll they'll just go find that like the challenge somewhere else and in turn your game's not going to get the recognition or the like i guess free advertisement you could say on twitch because those streamers they're going to play it one time because you paid them to and they'll never play it again so i
1: yeah it's that pop of uh it's that advertising pop that gets people in and, and shows it to them but um when those people don't continue to play the game usually their audience goes with them you know
0: yeah i it's definitely it's definitely frustrating like i love seeing those new games when the hashtag ads come on from different major streamers uh but at the same time like i i would rather have them just play something that they love to play uh then like play a game that i know they're just not having a good time and they're they're just there because they thought it would be a good idea to play the game uh, and then they they end up just not liking it because it's just the producers of the game just didn't want to like, put in that extra effort, which I don't want to badmouth anybody. I, I'm not trying to create a podcast. This is our first episode, by the way, to to bash people. Coming out hot. Yeah.
1: Coming out hot. Uh, I I want to take you – finish your thought, but I want to take you back yeah. to – I know we got off
0: yeah off subject, topic a little bit.
1: Um, a little bit. But I do have something that pertains to all the games we talked about. So, did you want to finish your
0: thought? No, no. I, I just wanted to say, like, I, I don't want to, like, badmouth anybody because, like, that's not – that's not who i am but i just want i just want producers and companies to take their time when it comes to making games like don't put a game out there that needed like another like six months before it was released because like the either like your your boss is pressuring you or the community is pressuring you but you know you need that extra time to make the game better like don't put trash out there like don't,
1: don't when put it runs out the money runs out you know and uh, yeah I, that, that happens yeah sometimes like, that happens too i get that um, yeah so what i wanted to pull back to was um kind of like you know there's new there's a new, there's 5v5 coming out. There's yeah. new Halo coming out and yeah. you know, it could have a BR, it could not, um, but we're, you know, it's the best one we've ever worked on, blah, blah, blah. And then it came comes out and, and that's kind of what you get. And you don't, you don't hear from anyone for a little bit from that developer side. Um, and what I'm getting to here is, is roadmaps, showing the community that you have a plan mm. um, for at least the next year. Like you have things in the works, you're going to re- be releasing content. Um, and my two, I guess, favorite people that are favorite developers that are, that are showing those roadmaps were uh, about, you know, and they still do it to this to this day, but um, Rainbow Six Siege. Okay. Uh, every inter- every uh, six Inventational, they'll put out a roadmap for the next year. They'll say like, you know we're reworking this map because of this community feedback we're putting out two characters every month um or not every month every three months we'll be putting out two characters uh we'll be reworking this map we'll be introducing a new map uh we'll be reworking a character uh that kind of roadmap. map um and i know that's something that i feel like overwatch fell away from uh, when they're trying to fix some of these things early on was you know they i think they fell away from putting out a new character like I think they had a long stretch where they didn't put out a new character and i feel like or you know they put out a map but they didn't put out a character for a long time i feel like that's the kind of thing that i want to see when they come back with this is like if they're gonna go hard into this like changing everything for overwatch 2 i want to see i want to see a road map of like you know we plan to put out eight to ten characters you know this year you know six characters something like that once once every two months we're going to change up the meta by introducing this um and that's why i want to see when on the other side when halo comes out i want to see you know we have a plan to put in this competitive map coming up or we plan to to add in a new weapon like that'd be kind of cool yeah i I mean new weapons pop up that you don't expect to change the game
0: i Um, I mean obviously like with halo it's tough because like you have the tried and true weapons that people want you want the assault rifle and the sniper and those shotguns and everything but yeah bringing something new out uh, that would be that would be exciting for sure uh,
1: don't give me armor shields that's all I ask don't give me don't make me punch the ground make me invulnerable for four or five seconds that that can never happen again we can't forget that no one is to be invulnerable four or five seconds for no reason thank you Yeah, appreciate it <laughs> Um. so we had a anything else on that from you from us any other thoughts surrounding you know swirling around your yeah
0: i mean just one thing like with that roadmap that you're mentioning i think we'll get a lot of that with uh jeff kaplan and like the overwatch community because like he at least from what i remember when i i used to play come again
1: Jeff, Jeff, Jeff left the company. No shot, bro. I don't think you did your research on this one.
0: No, I didn't. Because I, I was,
1: <laughs> I was looking at this and it was just like. Uh, I'm gonna let you take a second to just digest this, as with anyone else that's listening that has not got the breaking news from weeks ago. Yeah,
0: weeks ago. Now I see. I, I, I wasn't exactly,
1: aware of this. Let
0: me pull up a little Google, and one month ago. Yeah, sounds good. Officially. <laughs> so I, I – okay. Let, I'm just going to finish my thought as yeah, if yeah, he was still there.
1: I, I want
0: to. I really appreciated Jeff Kaplan's breakdown of the different changes that they – because I, I don't remember if it was every patch or if it was just, like, once a season. But he, he would just basically talk about what they – like, what their goals were and what they planned on doing and why they were planning on doing it. And it would be, like, a 30-minute video. And for me, I didn't watch the whole video. I would watch, like, the first, like, 10 minutes of it, maybe. But I appreciated that. So I hope that somebody is able to take that role coming into Overwatch 2. God, dude, are you freaking kidding me? Why?
1: Like, i have to read no, why, actually, why he left. No, I, I just secretly... I went on the internet and I just started planting all these things everywhere just to make you look like a fool. No, I No, No, But the person that steps into that role, they, I'm sure they're going to find that forward facing facing person. Um, you know, that, that puts as much into the game as he did and as much, you know, as much work, dedication, pride. Like you can tell it's all there when he's talking about it from past interviews and past project updates. um, Yeah, that's gonna be that's actually a very important part. Is like that is they're gonna need that person to be as community facing as he was. It it
0: just it it helped me feel like he cared about the community.
1: Uh,
0: Even though sometimes I'm sure the community still felt like Jeff didn't care, it it felt like he at least tried. You know, that's as a gamer, that's all you could really ask for is somebody uh, content or sorry a producer uh actually caring right yeah
1: in the spirit of jeff thanks bro uh fun little side topic uh uh, they might be making a tribute map to jeff i don't know if this is going to be like a statue him a statue of him um oh I, i was going on with that
0: when you mentioned that he wasn't there i i quickly pull them up as well it looked like it's just gonna be like a pizza corner and then some like coffee like cups around with like jeff's name written on the coffee cup i think that's pretty cool uh okay yeah yeah. but yeah i mean if it's gonna be a whole map of, of a tribute to jeff and it's just easter eggs throughout it then i mean hey that's cool too uh but the at least that article made it seem like it was just gonna be like a building in a map and then, like, some coffee cups uh, potentially right. throughout. It's kind of cool. Yeah, a little trivia, a little, little thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Overwatch. It'll be a different game, but hopefully better for the community, for sure. Right. Uh, so one other thing that I wanted to bring up, and this, this happened it was like a month ago but I still thought it was it was. it's like your bonehead story of the day right uh, a player in an Apex Legends tournament uh, decided he needed to use the bathroom in the middle of the game which I mean I'm not sure if uh, much of our, our community here has watched any Apex Legends tournaments but no offense half the time you are hiding in a corner anyway uh true. yeah very true like,
1: First uh, three circles of the game people are hiding in as many buildings and corners as they can
0: which like i maybe like this was towards the end of the game hopefully it was not and it was t- towards the beginning of the game or something but this gentleman decided to use the bathroom and asked his girlfriend to fill in for him uh, so he doesn't be kicked for AFK. Realistically, you could just have your teammates punch you around uh, and move your your character. Uh,
1: But... They specify if this was a number two or number one situation.
0: If, realistically, you need somebody else to take over for you, it's probably a number two. I I don't really see here in, in the article if they... We're able to get that that detail of uh what happened while he was on the head but if you need I somebody mean,
1: else to take over for you like are, are you are you paying for five minutes i know I mean, i'm if not you're drinking a gallon of water a day like you should be drink your water hydrate everyone this mm-hmm. is a hydration break brought to you by um apex legends thank you hashtag um, not an ad <laughs> uh Yeah, if I mean, if you're going to the bathroom, you drink a gallon of water. Sure, but you're not going to be that gone. that's going to take a minute. But is this? I mean, other, how big is your house? How far are you running across your house to go to the bathroom? I mean, yeah, all these is your toilet maintenance. Is there maintenance issues? I feel like there uh, there could be some flags thrown on the play for this. but I'm guessing it's a number two situation.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna guess that. Like, it, maybe he's in a pretty decent sized house. He has to go down to the second floor, and he's on the third floor, whatever it might be. Like, he's in a mansion. He's got to run to the other side of the building. I don't freaking know.
1: At that point, I want a comp- another computer in there where he can like log off and then log on on the toilet. I'm not sure so why. way, yeah, I'm not sure why I didn't already have that. But I yeah. think the moral story here is, uh, Apex Legends isn't that fast pass that fast paced moving of a game to where you couldn't just sit and i think they actually have a toilet in several of the buildings just sit on the little toilet in a very Crime. confined little space like you get a grenade in there you can often hide in that toilet to you know get away from that grenade uh, you could have just sat in there for probably three four minutes got punched around a little bit and uh and been back with no <laughs> With no penalty, so obviously he was probably live streaming this. I'm guessing since people knew that his yeah. girlfriend had taken yeah. over, right? So. That's
0: exactly how he got found out. Uh, you could see his girlfriend coming onto the screen to take over. Uh, she later gets up on the chair, or sorry, up from the chair, uh, and lets his character die. Uh, so I guess he was maybe like close to the, the storm's edge and. But still, uh-huh.
1: like, did he move then, or did it move, or did it not? Did the character move or not move while she's sat there?
0: Uh that is not specific within this article, uh, but I guess it's just like the perception of her playing for him uh, is is what got this this player disqualified from the tournament. Like, I, as a teammate, how would you feel if? Like you're in a tournament, and that that's your teammate. Like
1: that teammate is pooping, is in the bathroom, mandatory ten minutes before each game, each 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 series. E- yeah, each future game. Or not each... every game. I'm not gonna make you go to the toilet, but everyone's gonna clear their bowels. I'm sending them fiber, and uh, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be ready. I I, I feel like that's never gonna happen again, but. You know, everyone eats two hours before the game. Like in regular sports, you know, you, you get together your team, you eat some food. That way you can clear everything out before the game, and, you know, no one has to run to the bathroom.
0: Yeah, it, the funny thing, though, is uh, even with that disqualification, uh, he's his team is still uh, one of the top teams in the Apex Legend tournaments. So they have. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I I think it's. uh, They're still second in points overall, at least as of a month ago. Uh, They're they're second to T1's uh, South Korean team, but still, that's that is your bonehead story of the day.
1: I think he'll he'll probably think twice next time, hopefully, and uh, prepare a little bit. Yeah. Uh. Well. yeah that's uh
0: that's all for our first episode uh that one in the bag that is yeah that one in the
1: bag i had a great time oh there's no bag there thanks for being here um hey if you're scrolling back to this after we make a few episodes for the first time hey how you doing thanks for coming back thanks for hanging out yeah uh thanks for reliving these first first days with us um but yeah thanks a lot everyone for uh for enjoying this first one and, and we hope to bring you some, some fun, interesting topics. Uh, follow the socials when we have them up and uh, we'll, we'll probably fill you on those socials next time.
0: Yeah, I mean, socials you can look out for. It's going to be Twitter, TikTok. We're going to be hanging out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, but we'll fill you in with uh, everything on our next podcast. Looking forward to uh, talking about uh, esports viewership, gambling, brewing. Going to bring some more fun topics up in the future. Maybe some FBI as well. Knock, knock. Don't get swatted.
1: All right. I had to check for a second. <laughs> Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. Peace. We're out. Peace. <laughs>